Hare Krishna. So, welcome to the episode 14 of the Strengthening Foundation series. And in this episode, we will continue with the glories of Srimati Tulsi Maharani and um, how to take care of her. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Melitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this 14th episode <coughs> So today we will study the whatever we, little we know about Tulsi Maharani's eternal position in Goloka Vrindavan And if you have any questions please leave them down in the comment section and we will visit them towards the end of the class and um, we will start with this if you have seen this painting of Vrinda Devi Tulsi Devi you see this this is Vrinda Devi I hope you can see it clearly okay that's the full screen so if I maybe yeah I think you can see that okay So you see this is Vrinda Devi. So how to identify? How you know this is not Radharani or any other gopi? So the speciality of Vrinda Devi is that she has a yellow parrot on her hand. And this yellow parrot's name is called Daksha. And this Daksha has 100,000 disciple parrots. So what they do, so basically, um, we have already read, we have already studied the, how Tulusi Maharani became a plant and how she is, uh, you know, engaged in Krishna's service in the form of a plant. But here in this episode, we will understand what is Tulusi Maharani's position in the spiritual world. Um, from whatever little we can gather from the Acharya's descriptions. So, um, Tulusi Maharani, if you ask what does she do in the spiritual world, well, she decides what everyone else does in the spiritual world, especially in Goloka Vrindavan. Uh, because in Goloka Vrindavan, she is like the master director of everything in coordinating the pastimes of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna. So she arranges, um, she even composes the songs with which to wake up the lordships in the morning. And she even appoints those those uh, parrots who have to sing those songs for waking them up and even the, the flowers and the fauna, everything, the flora and the fauna of uh, the whole Goloka Vrindavan, she is the one who decides and then she is the one who um, is the director of everything there. And she has thousands and hundreds and thousands and millions of Sakhi uh, friends who are uh, her assistants. And she, in this way, she she manages the whole Leela of Radha and Krishna. 
and also even the monkeys are, are under her command and these parrots so daksha daksha means expert so that is the yellow parrot's name and um, so this parrot goes around and you know they pass messages so these parrots go and then different places and then they carry messages from here to there and there to here in this way she is informed of everything by the help of this um, daksha so now and you see in the painting there are if you see closely i will probably remove my camera you see if you see closely there are so many parrots there you see of different colors and shapes see this is the yellow parrot and these are the other green parrot colorful parrots and here some white bird so many birds are there here you see all these birds are under and all those behind also they are flying all of them are the disciples of daksha this parrot and this daksha is a chief informant of brinda devi so with that understood we will study a little bit we will read a little bit brinda devi in goloka vrindavan so these i have gotten from some devotees writing they have got it from um, authoritative writings like Go- govinda lilamritam which is uh, sh- uh, written by which was written by sri krishnadas kaviraj goswami who also authored the chaitanya charitamrita so here Hmm. So there's a little bit of writing here. So we will read this. Another name of Tulsi is Vrinda Devi, one who awards residence in Vrindavan. So she is also called Vrinda because her, the trees are grown in in uh, groups, and also because Vrinda mean, Vrinda means group. So she has big group of assistants who are working under her command in arranging the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. So. and she is also awarding the residence in vrindavan that's why in the tulsi aarti song we say seva adhikar diye koronijdasi so uh, krishnadas he is singing din dukhi krishnadas he is singing that uh, seva adhikar diye please give me the authority to give please give me the uh, privilege to do the perform devotional service and koronijdasi make me your maid servant and engage me in radha uh, in the service of radha and krishna so this is the prayer we every day sing in the tulsi aarti because she is the one who controls everything in goloka vrindavan so in order to understand who tulsi devi is one must also understand who vrinda devi is in fact tulsi devi and vrinda devi are one and the same vrinda devi is a pure devotee of lord krishna and an expansion of shrimati radharani so she is an expansion of radharani She is responsible for setting up the wonderful pastimes of Sri Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan. She exists as Tulsi to benefit the fallen conditioned souls uh, by bestowing devotional service to Krishna. <clears throat> Vrinda Devi supervises Krishna's pastimes with her parrots who fly past and relay to her what is going on. Therefore she is always seen with parrots. She has a yellow parrot on her left hand. This parrot is said to fly around Vrindavan and on returning tells vrinda devi what is happening there 
The parrot is named Daksha and is said to have one lakh or one hundred thousand disciples. So these are some of the paintings of Devi. In Govinda Lilamrita, authored by Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, author of Chaitanya Charitamrita, we, f- we first meet Devi in the early morning as she engages the birds in singing to awaken the divine couple. She makes the maina and parrots <coughs> sing verses that she herself has taught them. So actually, they, these birds, when they chirp, they chirp shlokas in the spiritual world. You know, so the maina, parrots, not only, see, she she's even controlling all the mainas and different kinds of birds, the swans, everything. She makes the maina and parrots sing verses that she herself has taught them. She personally composes verses and she teaches them and they sing for the lordships. Even the monkeys are under her command, serving a function to enhance the pleasure of the divine couple and their loving pastimes. She arranges for flowers to be delivered in the morning for decorating Radha's bed and bathrooms and for garlands. In the Purvahana Leela, when Krishna enters the forest with the cows and his friends, that means in the early morning, Vrindadevi precedes him. This him should be a capital H. Okay. Vrindadevi precedes him, awakening all the flora and fauna who have been numb in his separation so that they will be ready to serve. So, every morning she wakes everybody up, all the trees and plants, so that they remain alert. Hey, Krishna is coming, Krishna is coming. Serve him nicely. So, because in the in the, the previous day when Krishna went back from the forest to the house, all the forest trees and everybody become numb in separation from Krishna. So, they become like almost like dead. So, they are not dead, but that feeling of separation. So, she is uh, encouraging them, Krishna is coming back. This is morning, wake up, wake up. You know, so she calls out to the forest, calling her a sakhi. So, in the Govinda Liramrita, this is described that she calls out to the forest as if it's a sakhi, it is a, her girlfriend. So, she says, Atavi sakhi samayan, madhavo sau samantat, visrja virah ghurnam, turnamullala sihi. Svaguna gana vikashai Sveshwarim smarayamum Safalaya nijalakshmim Chana yoho sadvilasai. You see, she's saying, and this is from the 6th chapter, 10th verse of Govinda Lilamrita. O Sakhi forest, Madhava has come. So shake off the days that has come of separation and completely and quickly shine with cheer. Remind him. Remind him with a capital H of your queen, his beloved Radha Sveshwari, by showing off your virtuous qualities when they are when they are with a capital T, sorry. When their pure love games take place here, that will make all your beauty a success. So our success is that if we are engaged in Krishna's service. So, even if one is beautiful and everything, but if he is not a devotee, or he or she is not a devotee, then it is all, or not only beauty, if we have so much talent, or so many, so much sophistication, whatever it is, materially, Prabhupada said, all our material, um, uh, what is it, qualifications are like big, 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 big zeros. Now, so, if you add one, a one in the, on the left to many zeros, it will become immediately magnified to millions or trillions or you know like that 
So, without that one, which is Krishna, you can put 20 zeros, it will be zero only. Or you can put a million zeros, it will still be zero. So, all the good qualities one may acquire are like big, big zeros. But, uh, they are actually worthless. But, when they are employed in Krishna service, then everything becomes success. So, the same thing here. Their pure love, with their pure love games take place, uh, when their pure love games take place here, that will make all your beauty a success. So, we can see a scenic place and we may appreciate. But, that scenic place will become more beautified when Krishna and you know, Krishna performs his pastimes. That is the beauty of Vrindavan. Uh, where Krishna, why there are so many scenic places in the world. Why devotees go to Vrindavan? Uh, because uh, that is where Krishna performed his pastimes. Uh, Prabhupada also said, there are so many battles, Second World War, First World War, or, you know, millions of battles happened in the past. Why devotees are interested in Kurukshetra battle? Because Krishna and Arjuna are there. So, because Krishna and devotees are there, therefore they become interested in the battle. and They are not particularly interested in the battle. But because Arjuna and Krishna, the devotee and Krishna himself, they are interested in the battle, therefore that battle also becomes subject matter of importance for the devotees. So, like that. Everything connected with Krishna. Tulasi is mentioned in the Vedic scriptures in India. In the Padma Puran, chapter 24, text 2, Lord Shiva tells the sage Narada about this power. O Narada, wherever Tulasi grows, there is no misery. She is the holiest of the holy. Whenever, wherever the breeze blows her fragrance, there is purity. Vishnu showers blessings on those who worship and grow Tulasi. Tulasi is sacred because Brahma resides in the roots. Vishnu resides in the stems and leaves and Rudra resides in the flowering tops. So, all the demigods are there in the body of Tulasi only. And even Vishnu is also there. Tulasi is glorified throughout the Puranas and Pancharatra. Vishnu created Tulasi at the time of the churning of the milk ocean for the spiritual upliftment of the souls in the material world. This is another uh, story of the creation of Tulasi. Mm, and the, during the churning of the milk ocean. But this details of this story, I do not know very much. But she was one of the uh, personalities who uh, came out during the churning of the milk ocean. According to Sri Chaitanya, Chari, uh, sorry, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Rupa Goswami and Raghunath Das Goswami, Vrinda Devi is a Nitya Sakhi of Srimati Radharani. That means eternal um, girlfriend or consort, or not consort, consort is different. Uh, eternal associate of Srimati Radharani for the eternal loving service of Radha and Krishna in the spiritual world and in the material world when the divine couple descend, Vrindadevi exhibits two forms, one as a Sakhi named Vrindadevi and another form as a beautiful plant named Tulasi Devi replete with beautiful leaves and fragrant flowers called Manjaris. So, I hope you know what is Manjari. So, This is Manjari. So, this, this is the flower of the Tulasi. And especially when one is um, taking out the Manjari, he should chant that verse Tulasi Amrita Janmasi Sadatvam Keshava Priya Keshavartham Chinomitvam Varada Bhavashobhane. And then the Manjari should be plucked nicely um, without disturbing the branch. So, just Hold the branch and then slowly just uh, like that. So, the, the whole tree should not shake. Uh, and uh, Manjari with 
the two leaves, the two small leaves, the first two leaves. So that together has to be taken out like that. And they have, it's best to take them out um, when they are the smallest. So anyway, we'll read about all that. So this is manjari anyway. This is the tulusi manjari. Mm. Today I think uh, it is much more smoother because I have compiled everything so that I don't have to go to that um, that Veda base where everything gets stuck. <laughs> then there is a nice song, Vrinda Devi Ashtakam by uh, Vishwana Chakravarti Thakur. We can just uh, go through those verses and read their translations. This is uh, the same meter as the Samsara Davanala song, the Mangalarti, Guruvashtaka song. Gangeya champeya tadidvinindi rochi pravahas napitatma vrinde bandhu ka bandhu duti divya vaso vrinde namaste charanaravindam. I'll make it a little bigger so that you can see. Okay. I hope you can see that. So the translation, you are bathed by streams of splendor that rebuke gold, lightning and the champaka flower. Your splendid garments are friend to the bandhuka flower. O Vrinda, I bow to your lotus feet. I don't know what's a bandhuka flower actually. <laughs> Bimbadharo Bimbadharo Ditvaramanda Hasya Nasagra Mukta Dutidi Pitasya Vichitra Ratna Bharana Shriadhe Vrinde Namaste Charanaravindam. Your face is splendid with a pearl decorating the tip of your nose and a wonderful gentle smile on your bimba fruit lips. You are decorated with wonderful jewel ornaments, O Vrinda, I bow down to your lotus feet. So there is a Nasagra Mukta Dutidipita Siem. So there is a ring on her nose and the tip of her nose from the middle and there is a pearl hanging from her nose. So that is another feature of Vrinda Devi. If you see the painting, it is also depicted there. I forgot to show that. Samasta Vaikuntha Shiro Manaushri Krishna Sevrinda Vanathanya Dhamni Datta Dhikare Vrishabhanu Putriya Vrinde Namaste Charanaravindam Vrishabhanu's daughter Radha made you guardian of Krishna's opulent and auspicious abode of Vrindavan, the crest jewel of all Vaikuntha planets. O Vrinda, I bow to your lotus feet. So here there are two things that are uh, worthy of note that are uh, one is Radharani has made her the guardian of the Vrindavan which is the crest jewel of all Vaikuntha planets. So first of all she is the in charge of the entire Vrindavan, Tulusi. So Vrinda, Vrinda Devi. So she is in charge of the whole, the whole Goloka Vrindavan, the name itself Vrindavan, the forest of Vrinda Devi. Her, she is the authority there, and therefore we sing Seva Adhikardi Korone Jadasi. So we are requesting her, please engage me as a servant of of yourself, as a maid servant, so that I can engage in Krishna's service. Seva Adhikar, because she is the one 
if she gives the you know like um, employment pass then only we can go inside vrindavan so she has to give that employment in the service of radha and krishna so she is like the ica like here there is immigration department here we call it ica in singapore immigration and immigration controlling department agency or something so the immigration department of the goloka vrindavan she is the one in charge um and radharani has appointed her like that so she is so glorious and one more thing is the it is the goloka vrindavan is the crest jewel of all vaikuntha planets among all vaikuntha planets goloka vrindavan is the highest so this is another evidence of it krishnasya vrindavanadhanya dhamne samasta vaikuntha shiromana shri krishnasya vrindavanadhanya dhamne so dattadhikare adhikare dattadhikare she is the guardian ृंगा मृगादिर्माधवकेलिकुंजा मध्वादिर्भाति विभूष्यम वृंदे नमस्ते चरणारविंद बै योर ऑर्डर the groves where madhava enjoys pastimes are splendidly decorated with blossoming flowers bumblebees deer honey and other things oh vrinda i bow down to your lotus feet so she is the one who orders whenever krishna and gopis they want to have um, loving pastimes she is the one who arranges all she tells all the trees now blossom and now offer these flowers and offer and they are all kalpavriksha trees they can offer any flowers you know she asks so not just only one plant will only give rose flower no they will give if they want colorful rainbow color flowers they can do you know so anything is possible in the spiritual world so she orders what all to be done and what everything she you know she is the one and even the bumblebees the deer the honey and other things everything she arranges everything tvadi yadutyena nikunjayunor atyutkayo ke livilasa siddhi राधारानी राशाभिलाषो वसतिदीशाघ्रिसरोज सेवा लभ्यापुंसा कृपया तब वृंदे नमस्ते चरणारविंद बै योर मर्सी द पीपल अटेन रेजिडेंस इन वृंदावन द डिजायर टू सर्व योर मास्टर्स लोटस फीट एंड द डिजायर टू एसिस्ट इन द रास डांस ओ वृंदा अबाउट योर लोटस फीट प्लांट इज युअर फॉर्म इन दर्ल्ड ऑफ मेन इन दिस इन दिस वर्ल्ड निर्लोके 
in this on this earth. O Vrinda, I bow to your lotus feet. Bhaktya vihina aparadha lakshaye kshiptas chakama ditaranga madhye kripamaitvam sharanam prapanna vrinde namaste charanaravindam. O merciful one, they who have no devotion and they whom millions of, of offenses have thrown into the waves of lust and other vices take shelter of you. O Vrinda, I bow to your lotus feet. However sinful one is, like we chant around the, when we sing, while going around the Tulsi Pradakshana we do, and when we sing, uh, we sing this um, verse, uh, what is that? Yanikani cha papani, Brahma hatyadikani cha, tani tani pranashanti, pradakshina pade pade. Even the sin of killing a Brahmana, let alone other sins, can be counteracted by um, circumambulating the Tulsi plant. So, so powerful she is. Vrindashtakam yah shrinu yat pathe dva Vrindavanadhi shapadabja bhringah Saprapya vrindavananityavasam Tatprema sevam labhate kritartha So this is the Falashruti. Um, a person who is like a bumblebee at the lotus feet of Vrindavana's king and queen, which is Krishna and Radha, and who, res- who reads or hears this Vrindashtaka will eternally reside in Vrindavan and attain loving service to the divine couple. So, this is a beautiful song sung, uh, composed by Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. He is the same person who also composed the uh, Guruvashtaka song. So, that is the Vrindadeviashtakam. Next, some of Srila Prabhupada's quotes on Tulasi Devi. So, I thought about four or five. So, this is from the Srimad Bhagavatam lecture in Auckland, New Zealand on the 22nd February 1973. Devotee asks, How is it possible that Tulasi Devi is a pure devotee, what we might call a plant? How come she is a pure devotee when she is you know, in, the, in the form of a plant? Because usually, a plant is um, considered very, very low in the karma level. So, it is uh, so lusty and you know, it is almost because of the unamount, I mean, unimaginable amount of lust. It has now, um, plants are usually, you know, like um, so devoid of consciousness, they are almost unconscious and they can't even move that much they are covered by the mode of ignorance. So, plants are like that, the trees. Uh, how come a pure devotee has become a plant? So, he asked this and you see how Srila Prabhupada replies. That you cannot know in your impure state. You just become pure, you will understand. Everybody laughs. Just like a physician, he can understand another physician, what is his position. The layman, what he can understand. If you say physician, how I can understand this physician? How you can understand? You are not a physician. You become a physician, then you will understand what kind of physician he is. So, when you become devotee, you will understand what kind of devotee is Tulasi. So long you are not devotee, you cannot understand. Don't expect. Therefore, we have to accept the authority. That is beginning. Shastra says, Tulasi is the greatest devotee of Krishna. We have to accept. That's all. Authority. How she is so great devotee, that you will understand when you become a devotee. You come to the platform, then you will understand. Not before. Now chant. (laughs) 
So, we cannot really understand the glories of Tulsi Maharani. So, now is this chanting. So, we have to become devotee, proper devotee first. Next, this is Srila Prabhupada's letter to Ekayani, 31st August 1971. Tulsi Devi never goes back to Godhead because she asks, when, how, when did Tulsi Maharani go back to Godhead? Something she asked like that. He said, Tulsi Maharani, Tulsi Devi never goes back to Godhead. She is always with Godhead. She is a pure devotee and thus she has appeared on this planet to render service to Krishna by being offered in all temples throughout the world by being offered up to the lotus feet of Krishna. Tulsi plants are liberated souls who want to serve Krishna in that way. So, once Prabhupada was asked the question, are all the Tulsi plants different souls or the same one Tulsi Maharani? Expansions of one Tulsi Maharani. So, Prabhupada said, um, it's one Tulsi Maharani who has expanded into so many plants. It is not different, different souls. So, Tulsi Maharani is uh, different from other plants. Srimad Bhagavatam 3.16.21 purport. The goddess of fortune, Lakshmi, is sometimes envious of the Tulsi leaves, which are placed at the lotus feet of the Lord, for they remain fixed there and do not move. Whereas Lakshmiji, although stationed by the chest of the Lord, sometimes has to please other devotees who pray for her favour. Lakshmiji sometimes has to go to satisfy her numerous devotees, but Tulsi leaves never forsake their position, and the Lord therefore appreciates the service of Tulsi more than the service of Lakshmi. I copy pasted this, so I don't actually like this small letters for Tulsi. I mean, proper nouns. I'm quite uh, OCD when it comes to English grammar and uh, and also not just English grammar. This is um, respect, proper spiritual respect. Even here also the goddess of fortune for her favor. This is a, this is capital H. So we have to respect. This all in, involves respect. Otherwise, there is no respect. So this is from the third canto purport. And then in the nectar of devotion. So in, in other words, her service, her service, Tulsi Devi's service is more appreciated by the Lord than even Lakshmiji's service. You know. So great, Tulsi Maharani. In Nectar of Devotion, Chapter 11, a quotation from the Skanda Puran was quoted by Prabhupada. Actually, Rupa Goswami, Prabhupada translated it. So, Tulsi is auspicious in all respects. Simply by seeing, <coughs> simply by touching, simply by remembering, simply by praying to, simply by bowing before, simply by hearing about, or simply by sowing this tree, there is always auspiciousness. Anyone who comes in touch with the Tulsi Tulsi tree in the above mentioned ways eternally lives lives eternally in the Vaikuntha world. So these are some of the quotes of Srila Prabhupada on Tulsi. I guess there are definitely some other quotes as well. But um, okay, the next. Worship of Tulsi Devi. This is actually uh, compiled by Govinda Dasi, Govinda Dasi Mataji. 
This Mataji was the um, was assisting Srila Prabhupada in the early days of the movement and she has actually started this cultivation of the Tulsi leaves and in fact in the 4th canto, 8th chapter, 55th verse in the purport Prabhupada actually gives credit to Govinda Dasi uh, Mataji so she has actually started the worship of Tulsi in the west so she took the seeds and started cultivating them and you know uh, compiled a manual on how to care for Tulsi and then she distributed in all the temples and she distributed the Tulsi plants and in that way the whole Hare Krishna movement all the temples have Tulsi plants she was the one who uh, started that and uh, she compiled this the following list was compiled from scriptures and from Srila Prabhupada's instructions so this is about how to respect Tulsi and how to uh, I think wait a second there is one story I want to share um, learning respect for Tulsi. Okay, I think this should be here. So this is one story. It's a nice story in the Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. So we will read this. In 1968, before Tulsi made her appearance in the West, Srila Prabhupada sometimes talked about her. I recall him saying that in India, everyone considers Tulsi plants sacred and no one will cut or uproot them. Even non-Hindus, he said, will not destroy Tulsi to build a house on a spot where she is growing. They will look for a place not inhabited by Tulsi. When Bhaktivinoda Thakur discovered the birthplace of Lord Chaitanya, it was so overgrown with Tulsi that no one had settled there, thinking it to be a sacred place. Even non-Hindus considered that disturb that uh, even non-Hindus considered that disturbing Tulsi plants would bring ill fortune. Now, even um, some Christians and Muslims also, they would not use to disturb the Tulsi plants. See, important point. When Bhaktivinoda Thakur discovered the birthplace of Lord Chaitanya, it was so overgrown with Tulsi that no one had settled there. See how she was protecting the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When Prabhupada came to Hawaii in 1971, he admired our lush Tulsi garden in front of the entrance to the temple. Because these Tulsis had grown far larger than we had expected, some nearly 7 feet tall and with stalks 2 inches in diameter. Wow! 2 inches in diameter, that's big, that's like this big. <clears throat> we had a problem. The Tulsi branches were beginning to cover the entrance of the temple actually and people unavoidably brushed up against her. We pointed this out to Srila Prabhupada and asked his permission to trim some of the branches. He became alarmed and exclaimed, You cannot cut Tulsi, that is the greatest offence. You must never cut her. But you can tie back the branches obstructing the entrance. Even after tying back the branches, Tulsi kept growing and the problem continued. When we told Srila Prabhupada that people had to bend down when passing through the Tulsi archway on the way to the into the temple, he was delighted. He smiled, his eyes sparkled and he said, That's good. It is good that they have to bow to Tulsi before entering Krishna's temple. <laughs> Still, he did not consider it as a problem. He, 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 thought, he saw that it was good. So now... When Srila Prabhupada came for a later visit, he carefully entered the Tulsi archway by going through sideways to avoid brushing against her leaves and branches. And while walking along the walkway to the temple, which was lined with more Tulsi plants, he told his secretary Shamsundar, don't step on her shadow. 
in these ways Srila Prabhupada showed great respect for Tulasi Devi. So we should not step on her shadow even. So this, honestly I just learned a few days ago, which is why I wanted to make this, this third episode. Because uh, I think who Raghunath Prabhu has actually told me, I did not even know that we should not step on her shadow. So maybe some of you already know, but uh, I did not know. So when he said that, actually he, how it started was, his toe was bleeding one morning. So, so we were, um, so he asked what happened. Then he said he was trying to not step and then he wanted to put his, he just saw the Tulsi's shadow there and then he put his feet on the other side and in that, you know, quick move, it um, hit something and was cut. The toe was cut and then there was blood coming out. So, he said, why, why, why you did not step? Then he said, actually, no, why, why did you get this? Then he said, oh, I, I was, I just saw the Tulsi shadow and I did not want to step on it. Oh, shouldn't we step on the Tulsi shadow even? And he said, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I actually searched up. So then I found, yeah, we cannot step on her shadow even. So yeah, that was something to learn actually. Um, in fact, today Pavaneshwar Prabhu was telling me that um, he doesn't remember where exactly he read or heard this, but even we can't look at Tulsi from the mirror, the reflection of Tulsi, something. I don't know. I don't know about this and whether this is actually there. But so Tulsi, in, in other words, we have to be shown great respect. Uh, so, this uh, story is quite instructive in that sense. So, then there is some uh, tips on worshipping Tulasi Devi. The following list was compiled from scriptures and from Srila Prabhupada's instructions. So, Srila Govindadasi Mataji, she, had a, she has an article in one of the, I think it was Krishna.com or something. Yeah. This is the link here. So I think I will share with you this whole thing, whatever today's uh, notes. I will. We will put a link in the description of this video and on the Facebook and on YouTube as well. <clears throat> so first point: Tulsi's body is spiritual. Although Tulsi appears as many individual trees, she is one person, and she comes wherever she sees devotion to Krishna. Every morning, devotees should water and pray to Tulsi Devi and circumambulate her three times. Worship Tulasi with nice food, flowers, incense and a ghee lamp and other traditional articles of worship. So she is actually in the altar herself and when we offer the food, offer to her also. And while doing Arati, incense, ghee lamp and flower. That is a thing established by even Krishna himself. And he also revealed the eight names of Tulasi. I hope you remember still the eight names. Let's do some recap. Um, Vrinda, Vrinda, Vrindavani, Vishwapujita, Vishwapavani, Pushpasara, Nandini, uh, Tulasi, Krishna Jeevani. So these are the eight names. We should remember these names. In fact, Narayani is also Tulasi's name because she is the wife of, I mean, wedded to Narayan. So, Narayani is actually another name of Tulusi Devi. Um, actually, there is another Tulusi song, I think written by Chandrasekhar Kavi. Um, there, she is uh, described as um, Narayani. Then, 
Protect the delicate tulsi seedlings from birds and insects. It is an offence to turn the seedlings back into the soil. When the seedling, when the seed is sown and then the, she is sprouting, um, then we have to take care of her from the birds and insects. In places where tulsi cannot survive the winters when planted in the ground, provide a suitable house for her, like a greenhouse. Every day, provide tulsi fresh air, water as needed. Be careful not to water too much and sunshine or plant lights. You know, your plant lights are also there, especially in countries like the cold countries, sometimes there is no proper sunlight at all. Um, we saw this in Germany, <coughs> where this uh, plant lights are there, it's like uh, violet color, pink, magenta color light. So, they are there and they use that very near the Tulsi plant. So, these are plant lights. So, sometimes when the sun is not there, you know, these plant lights can be used. Neglecting to care for or water tulsi properly is a great offence. Do everything carefully. When picking tulsi leaves, <coughs> chant the following mantra. Tulasi amrita janmasi sadatvam keshavapriya keshavartham chinomitvam varada bhavashobane. O tulsi, you were born from nectar. You see, this here it says that tulsi was born from the ocean of nectar, I mean from the, the milk ocean, from the nectar. So, we need to know this story, that's also good to know. You are always very dear to Lord Keshava. Now, in order to worship Lord Keshava, I am collecting your leaves and manjaris. Please bestow your benediction on me. Pick only the leaves that grow next to the manjaris, the flowers, which are the, the, the spire, the temple spire looking. So, the two leaves, at, I mean, just below the flower. So, the manjari along with those two leaves must be plucked. <coughs> and that too not with the uh, nail it has to be hold, held like this and just like that and then not disturbing the rest of the branch holding it here and then plucking it like that carefully <coughs> pick only the leaves that grow next to the manjari flowers and the leaves that are ready to drop they will turn pale yellow not the new green ones see what leaves to pick also. Pick the manjaris as soon as they blossom. Avoid letting them go to seed, which takes much energy from the plant that can be used to make more leaves and flowers for Krishna's service. Pick the leaves one at a time with your fingertips. Don't shake or stroke the branch and dam damage healthy leaves. Pick with care and attention. Avoid using cutting tools like a scissors. Or sometimes, so I think once it was asked to Prabhupada that then we use the scissors and the purpose here, use common sense. <laughs> mm. So, in the beginning, you know, if you cannot do it nicely, then just use the thing, but it is best not to use. I think it is not very difficult to learn it, just like that. Never cut or prune Tulsi Devi. That is a, this is a great offence. Remove dead branches if absolutely necessary. If branches obstruct a passageway, tie them back, but don't cut them. Pick tulsi leaves and flowers in the morning, never at night. That means from sunset to sunrise. Don't pick them at that time. Never use chemical sprays on tulsi. And also, you should not um, take the manjaris on the dvadasi day. Collect leaves once in the morning for worshipping Krishna and for putting on the plates of food to be offered to him. 
Put at least one leaf on each preparation. Never pick tulsi leaves for any other purpose than to offer to the Lord. Lord Krishna likes garlands of tulsi leaves. Tulsi leaves mixed with sandalwood pulp and placed on the lotus feet of the Lord is the topmost worship. Do not place tulsi leaves on the feet of anyone other than Lord Vishnu in his various forms. Srimati Radharani can be given a tulsi leaf in her hand for offering to Lord Krishna. Krishna accepts even dry tulsi leaves. Tulsi wood taken after a plant has fully dried naturally can be used to carve worship paraphernalia such as beads. Place leftover tulsi wood within the earth. Place leftover tulsi wood within the earth. Here it is said, never use tulsi leaves or flowers to make teas or juices even after they have been offered to Krishna. It is a great offence to cook or heat tulsi or to use her for mundane purposes such as medicines and ointments. So, although tulsi is very, uh, is also called medicinal herb, osimum, osimum uh, means uh, it's, a, it's a herb, it's a medicinal herb. The scientific name of tulsi is osimum sanctum. So, osimum means uh, herb, which is medicinal, but still we should not use it for that. And anyway, when tulsi leaves are offered to Krishna and we take them, um, materially, spiritually we are benefited. So, we no need to separately use them for that purpose. <clears throat> Never cut down or pull up living tulsi plants. This is a great offence. Never cut down or pull up, uproot uh, tulsi plants. Of course, when you want to transfer them onto another place, another pot, that's another thing. <clears throat> Avoid stepping on tulsi devi's shadow. Tulsi Devi is very, very dear to the Lord. Therefore, most important is to serve her with love and devotion. So, these are some of the important aspects of worshipping Tulsi Devi. So, with this, we have, there is a useful link that is here, Tulsi Devi Handbook. Um, in fact, this is by Stephen Knapp, who is Nandakumar, I think he is Nandakumar Das, Nandakumar Prabhu. I think he has written this, uh, compiled this. Uh, but there is another book also by Govinda Dasi Mataji, which is How to Grow Tulasi Devi. So, I did not find a PDF for that one. We will see if we can find and if we can find, then we will leave it here as well. And um, just before concluding, I would like to mention few other points uh, where we can um, find, uh, I mean, the importance of Tulasi Devi. One of them is Bhaktivinoda Thakur's song where he says, Tulasi Dekhi Judaya Pran Madhava Toshani Jani. So, this song is called Shuddha Bhakta Charana Renu Bhajana Anukula. So, in that song, he says, Tulasi, de, uh, uh, Tulasi Dekhi Judaya Pran Madhava Toshani Jani. So, he says, Tulasi Dekhi Judaya Pran. So, he says, my, I feel relieved when I see Tulasi Maharani, Tulasi Devi, Tulasi plant. Because, I know that it brings um, pleasure to Madhava or Lord Krishna. So, that is one instance where Bhaktivinoda Thakur also mentions. And there is a nice story of Jagannath Das Babaji. He, is, um, he was in uh, where? Mayapur, Navadvip. Was it Mayapur or Navadvip? Or was he in Vrindavan? He was, either he was in Vrindavan or he was in Navadvip. 
I think it was in Vrindavan. So, yeah. And then uh, he was, somebody came to him, some um, well-known person in the, I mean, materially, some famous person came to meet him. And because he, they, he heard that, he came with his family and uh, he heard that he was a great saint, Jagannath Das Babaji. And uh, Jagannath Das Babaji, if you don't know, he is the spiritual master of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And um, he lived up to about 147 years. It's uh, really amazing. And he was known to be a very, very great devotee. So he was well known because of that. But he was very humble and he was always like a... He did not very much... He did not like any name and fame, nothing like that. So, once this elder... I mean, this... this uh, 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 rich man came and he asked him you know do you know any miracles because materialistic people they, they think sadhu means he must show something just like nowadays from Baba they are spitting, spitting out some lingas so called lingas you know these kind of cheap tricks they will do and um, so they want to see some, some, some of these miracles so that you know they, their faith increases so, can you show, show us any miracles? He said, no, no, I don't know anything. I don't know any miracle. He was just like disgusted with that question anyway. So, <laughs> then um, then suddenly, uh, he, he he looked on the side and said, hut, hut, hut. You know, you know then uh, they did not understand what was what was going on, where he is looking at. Then, um, then uh, they found, uh, they, they asked him what, what happened. Then he said, no, that um, dog is passing urine on the Tulsi plant in Navadvip. He was in Vrindavan. And then he said, you know, the dog is passing the urine on the Tulsi plant, so I am just chasing over the dog. Then they were like stunned. Then um, he actually sent a telegram. That time there was no phone and all that. He sent a telegram, you know, to some of the people he knows in the Navadvip. And then there, um, they actually... Um, know confirmed that that uh, one temple premises there the Tulasi was you know, this dog every time comes so then they, they were convinced about um, Jagannath Das Babaji's uh, you know greatness so in that way and even uh, Prabhupada also said uh, <laughs> once that a dog is the most rascal animal because he passes urine on the Tulasi plant so that's you know, so why he said dog is the most rascal animal and uh, that is one thing and if we there are a couple of verses maybe we can just see i don't know if this will work but uh, let's try <laughs> seems to be working um, if we see um, what is that ambrish maharaj the way he was krishna conscious There you will find Tulsi also mentioned. See, um, this is uh, Kanto 9, Chapter 4, Text 18 through 20. It's a very beautiful verse. How uh, Ambrish Maharaj used all his senses in Krishna's service. So here it is said, Savaimana Krishna Padaravindayor Vacham Sivai Kuntha Gunanu Karauharer mandira marjanadishu, Shrutim chakara chuta satkathodaye, Mukundalinga layadarshane drishao, Tadbritya gatra, Sparshinga sangamam, Granam chatatpada saroja saurabhe, Shrimatulasya. 
ರಸನಾಂ ತದರ್ಪಿತೆ ಪಾದೌ ಹರೇ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ಪದಾನುಸರ್ಪಣೆ ಶಿರೋ ಹೃಷಿ ಋಷಿಕೇಶ ಪದಾಭಿವಂದನೆ ಕಾಮಂ ಚ ದಾಸ್ಯೇ ನ ತು ಕಾಮ ಕಾಮ್ಯಯ ಯಥೋತ್ತಮ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಜನಾಶ್ರಯಾರತಿ ಈ ಶ್ರೀಮತ್ ತುಲಸ್ಯ ರಸನಾಂ ತದರ್ಪಿತೆ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಹೌ ಹಿ ವಾಸ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಶುಡ್ ರಿಮೆಂಬರ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ತ್ರೀ ವರ್ಸಸ್ Maharaj Ambarish always engaged his mind in meditating upon the lotus feet of Krishna his words in describing the glories of the lord his ha- hands in cleansing the lord's temple and his ears in hearing the words spoken by Krishna or about Krishna he engaged his eyes in seeing the deity of Krishna Krishna's temples and Krishna's places like Mathura and Vrindavan he engaged his sense of touch in touching the bodies of the lord's devotees he engaged his sense of smell in smelling the fragrance of tulsi leaves offered to the lord and he engaged his tongue in tasting the lord's prasad he engaged his legs in walking to the holy places of and temples of the lord his head in bowing down before the lord and all his desires in serving the lord 24 hours a day indeed maharaj ambarish never desired anything for his own sense gratification he engaged all his senses in devotional service and various engagements related to the lord this is the way to increase attachment for the lord and be completely free from all material desires so this is how we have to become devotee of krishna and here it is said he engaged his um, sense of smell in smelling the tulsi leaves offered to the lord so similarly um, similar verses there by uh, king kulashekar in the mukundamala stotra um, this is the 20th verse of the mukundamala stotra ಜಿಹ್ವೆ ಕೀರ್ತಯ ಕೇಶವಂ ಮುರರಿಪು ಚೇತೋ ಭಜ ಶ್ರೀಧರ ಪಾಣಿದ್ವಂದ್ವ ಸಮರ್ಚಯಾಚ್ಯುತ ಕಥಾ ಶ್ರೋತ್ರದ್ವಯತ್ವ ಶೃಣು ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಲೋಕಯಲೋಚನದ್ವಯ ಹರೇ ಗಚ್ಛಾಂಗ್ರಿಯುಗ್ಮಾಲಯ ಜಿಘ್ರಘ್ರಾಣ ಮುಕುಂದ ಪಾದ ತುಲಸೀಂ ಮೂರ್ಧನ್ನ ಮಾಧೋಕ್ಷಜಂ ಓ ಟಂಗ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಆರ್ಡರಿಂಗ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಓ ಟಂಗ್ ಪ್ರೇಸ್ ದ ಗ್ಲೋರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕೇಶವ ಓ ಮೈಂಡ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ದ ಎನಿಮಿ ಆಫ್ ಮೂರಾ ಓ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ಸರ್ವ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಆಫ್ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಿ ಓ ಇಯರ್ಸ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಅಚ್ಯುತ O eyes gaze upon shri krishna o feet go to the temple of lord hari o nose smell the tulsi buds on lord mukunda's feet o head bow down to lord adhokshaja so in this way king kulashekar is also praying so like this um we can understand the glories of tulsi devi so this is what i wanted to share today so today we have ended quite earlier and if you have any questions or comments on this topic that will be very much appreciated i think today the movement of the screen was much faster um i have tried my best to tweak whatever that i could mm. and finally we got it to work <laughs> so what questions do we have <clears throat> raviranjan prabhu so
Okay. Varsuki Shore Prabhu has uh, um, shared a lot of uh, procedures of how to care for the Tulsi plant. Now, if I can bring that question over. Yeah. So, Raviranjan Prabhu asks this question Is there any difference between Tulsi and Basil plant? Yes. So, there in the Basil uh, family, there are so many types of basil and only the holy basil is called uh, is the is the tulsi that we worship not every basil is a tulsi um, holy basil osimum sanctum that particular basil leaf like italian basil also is there for the you know spices that is different that is different basil from the holy basil so only the holy basil and um, that particular variety of basil is actually tulsi maharani so we should be very careful which one you are, we are using. Uh, please give us the Vrindashtakam lyrics. So yeah, we will put a link to that. It's in the KK songs. If you go to KK songs, uh, Vrinda Devi Ashtakam. If you search, you can find it, or you can go to author's page and go down all the way to Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. And in his, there are three books. I think the first book. I think song number 19 maybe, maybe, but anyway, in this link that I will share that, um, you know, this, this whole presentation that I did, this one, this whole thing I will share and so in this there is a Vrindadevi Ashtakam also, so this link will be shared. Then next we have question from Sunita, Suni, Sunita Sharma. Hare Krishna, can you give Tulsi seaweed fertilizer? Some devotees say this is the only fertilizer feed that you can use. Um, as long as it is not chemicals, if it is organic and natural, um, that can be used, but not chemicals. Prabhupada said don't use um, those chemical sprays. Then we have uh, Suchandra Prabhu. Question. Hare Krishna Prabhu, sometimes we buy Tulsi leaves from flower market and we are not aware whether they have followed the right methods of plucking tulsi leaves. So, is it offensive to buy it from the flower shops? So, this is exactly what I was going to um, discuss. So, um, this is a good question. Um, if I can put it up on the screen. Mm, it will take some time from here. Never mind. We, I will just answer it. So, yeah, here it is. So this is a very good question. So in fact, I discussed with Pavaneshwar Prabhu. I discussed with Pavaneshwar Prabhu also. So because yeah, we, we also buy the Tulsi leaves from the flower shops. So after reading up on, on all the glories of Tulsi Devi, so I asked him, um, so we actually discussed. So it is best that we don't buy that because we don't know where, what fertilizers they use, what chemicals they use to grow. It's all commercial for them. And they just cut the branches. You see how the tulsi leaves come in, in branches. But I do not know how the garland of tulsi leaves is made for the Lord without the branches being there. I don't know how that is done though. Um, are the, all the leaves individually stringed together or I don't know how it is done. So, but anyway, um, as Prabhupada said, we cannot cut them. So, 
but we see the way they sell it in the market is that they cut them and um, it's, it's, it's actually ideal we don't use them at all and for that we have to have sufficient supply in the temple. So the key to this is that there have to be enough leaves and enough manjaris for Krishna's service. And the key to this, achieving this, as I have read from the uh, Govindadasi Mataji's uh, uh, advice, she says that the key to all this is to pluck, the, of course, water enough and light enough. Um, and then when we are plucking the manjari, we have to pluck that manjari when it is very, very small, just appeared and then we have to take her out along with the two leaves that are attached to it. So in that way, not much of the energy is gone, gone to, you know, to uh, make the seeds. And when we pluck like that, then that energy will be used to grow more branches, more branches. And in that way, there will be more manjaris also. And the tree will become very bushy, very nice and like fully very thick bush. Uh, instead of just like a branches and then a few leaves here and there. So the key to this is just pluck them uh, just when they are very young and not allowing them to grow all the way. So in that way... And those manjaris can be offered up to Krishna. And then when the branch, when there will be more, more and more branches, there will be more and more manjaris. And in that way we will have sufficient supply for the offering of the Lord. And also the yellow leaves and all this can be offered. So, as there are many leaves, if there are many leaves, then we will have all the leaves for offering. So, it is best to actually cultivate the Tulsi plant um, ourselves. And we have actually Tulsi plants, but uh, at this point... The supply is not enough, the number of leaves are not enough to uh, carry on our worship, to put on all the items on the Lord's plates. So, they have to grow more. So, we need to work on that actually in the temple here. So, in that way, we have to, it is, so it is, so to answer that, it is best not to buy from them. Uh, in fact, it is not, after reading up and after knowing all these things, it is not advisable to actually buy see leaves from the market. So, we have to change our method also here in the temple as well so we have to need to we need to grow the tulsi plant nicely in fact and also in the tulsi i mean in the flower shops the guy who's selling he will just step step on all the tulsi leaves and he doesn't they don't care you know it's like it's just commercial for them so they don't have that devotion you know and also i have seen another important thing that when the when we grow the tulsi plants in the temple those tulsi leaves and the manjaris have a very nice fragrance but when you buy from the shop, they almost have no fragrance. It's just like a grass. Because I think they use all kinds of um, uh, fertilizer. I don't know, whatever they, whatever they use. So, it actually, you know, there's no devotion there. So, she's, uh, in fact, offended in that way. Uh, Sunita Sharma. Question, I want to obtain tulsi seeds for growing new plants. Can I dry out manjari if they are in blossom? Or do we have to we wait until they are dried out for seeds? Um, you mean dry out manjari if they are in blossom? You, I mean, I don't understand quite well, but uh, what it means. But you can, uh, you, once they flower, then there will be seeds. Then once they dry, then you can pluck them and then use those seeds to plant. You can use like that. Hari Prasad Prabhu, all glorious Prabhu, can you please share Jagannath Puri story link? <laughs> Hari Prasad Prabhu, you are always asking story links. Uh, Jagannath Puri story. 
I think I just I know this is not um, relevant here. Um, you can always find. I mean, just Google search now. Google search will bring up everything. So, Sri, question. My house has a tulsi plant, and we only offer water to her. We don't worship, although I really want to, but don't know how. Is it still okay to keep her without serving her? I offer obeisances to her and offer water to her every morning. Um, since you said uh, you live with um, in a non-devotee family and um, there are difficulties and I do not know if you can do the Aarti for Tulsi Devi and all. Um, so yeah, at least watering her is also serving her. So you water her and pay your obeisances at this point and uh, that is also worshipping her only and take care of her. Mukesh Narnia. Um, after offering the Tulsi, how to eat the Tulsi leaves? You can eat the Tulsi leaves that are offered to Krishna. So, you can uh, here during night dressing, those leaves which are uh, offered with sandalwood at the feet of the Lord, they are already dried up by the night and then we can eat that. And also those which are offered in the, in the offering. So, when we offer the food to Krishna, we say the mantras of um, the spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna. And on each item, there is tulasi leaf on each and every preparation. Like, for example, bhog, um, the Raj Bhog offering in the 12, I mean in the afternoon, has about, I think, 13 items minimum here in the temple. So, on there are four plates, like the, for the four parts of the altar. So, for Radha Krishna, for Gaurnitai, for Narsimadev, for Jagannath. So, in each of these plates, there are 13 offerings. So, it's like 52 small bowls like that that is here in the temple. So, in on each of those bowls, there has to be a tulsi. On each water cup, everything, there has to be tulsi. So, so in the rice, suppose, for example, the rice bowl, there is a tulsi on the top. So, when we are eating, when the, after the food is offered to Krishna, the prasadam is transferred into the serving trays and then from there, when you eat, the tulsi leaf is there, you can just eat. You can just eat with the rice or whichever item is there, you can just eat like that. Then, uh, Pavitra Mataji is asking from Bangalore, do we need to worship Tulsi only when there is dark outside in the morning? Can't we worship after sunrise if we miss to worship early morning? Hmm. We have learned that in our movement that um, after Mangalarti we worship her. So, after sunrise, I think it is best to offer her, I mean, worship her before sunrise itself. That's what I understand because that's what we do um, but is it an offense to worship her after sunrise I do not know um, but here as we do it is before sunrise so that is the ideal way that is the ideal way I think we should instead of adjusting the worship according to our convenience I think we should adjust our habits to suit the worship that is the more proper method I, I know I know in grahastha life it is a bit difficult um, but please try your best and come to the proper standard and I think once you get used to that um, that habits like okay this is non-negotiable it has to be done so then you know um, then you will get used to that so it's just prioritizing all these things so that the worship of the Lord and his dearest devotee Tulsi Maharani is done in the proper way then we have Raviranjan Prabhu who is asking is there any restriction on days plucking Tulsi leaves yes so, on, on Dvadasi, we cannot pluck the her leaves and also, 
I have, I'm not sure about this, but Amavasya, somebody said Amavasya, but I'm not sure. Uh, but Dwadasi, yes, we cannot pluck her leaves. So, based on, on the Amavasya, I have to find out. See, I'm, a, I'm honestly, I've never taken care of the Tulsi plant until now, uh, personally. <clears throat> I have, of course, watered Tulsi plant. Of course, every day we do here. That is not really, that is just for the worship. But really taking care of her, giving her light and uh, the water and taking care of the plant so that she grows, that I have never done. So, I am only learning about the um, taking care of her from the studies that I have been doing for these series that I have make, I'm making here. So, I have just read up a few. So, I am not completely conversant with every single detail. <coughs> so, Dvadasi definitely not, but Amavasya, I am not sure. Maybe, if somebody finds it, please leave it in the comments. And uh, if you cannot find it, and maybe we will find it later, we will add it in the description of the video <coughs> or leave a comment comment on uh, under the video. Mm, Mark Prabhu, can we offer Tulsi to Nityananda Prabhu's lotus feet? Yes, you can. So, Tulsi Devi, uh, Tulsi leaves can be offered to all Vishnu Tattva and nobody else. So, Nityananda Prabhu is also Vishnu Tattva. So, we can offer to him at his feet. <coughs> Vishnu Tattva means, I hope you understand, all devotees understand, but maybe some of you may not understand. Vishnu Tattva means Krishna and his expansions, like uh, Krishna, Jagannath, Baladev, but not Subhadra and not Radharani and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, Narsamadev and not Prahlad Maharaj. But we can offer to the leaf, um, uh, offer to the hand of Radharani, offer to the hand of Prahlad Maharaj, offer to the hand of Prabhupada, if you have the small deity, Utsav Murti. Um, so that they offer to Krishna. So in that way, at the hand you can. <coughs> so that way it is it is okay. Um, then we have Vinay um, Vimal Prabhu. Are there various types of tulsi? Few are dark green, light green. Is there a specific we should use name as Krishna tulsi? No. So there are Ram tulsi and Krishna tulsi, and um, so the Ram tulsi are more green. Whereas the Krishna Tulsi is more dark in color, more of a violet and green color. So, there are two, two types of holy basil, I mean the Tulsi plants. So, both can be used, no problem. Um, there was actually one nice story which uh, I remember when you have said this. <coughs> uh, there was one house, uh, life member's house. So, Srila Prabhupada went to the house. So, there was alternate plants, Ram Tulsi, Krishna Tulsi, Ram Tulsi, Krishna Tulsi. Then, Prabhupada saw that and said, hmm, so this person, he is a follower of Ramakrishna, you know, those Vivekanandas. So, Ramakrishna followers, they have this Ram Tulsi and Krishna Tulsi, Ramakrishna, Ramakrishna, like this, they follow Ramakrishna. So, <laughs> that is bogus. So, but Ram Tulsi and Krishna Tulsi both can be offered, those leaves can be offered to Krishna. It is not that only Krishna Tulsi must be offered and not Ram Tulsi, no, both can be offered. <coughs> and then we have... Sunita Sharma, will you be doing a class on the rules of for keeping Ekadasi? Hmm, good question. So, maybe we, I think we should. I think we should, right? Yeah, we should. We should. Because there are actually a few com confusing aspects about following Ekadasi. So, it is good to do a session on this and make everything clear. Yes, we will do one. Thank you for that suggestion though. It was not on my mind, but... Now it is. Um, next we have Kunti Mataji. 
is there time of the day as to when to cut like morning or afternoon or evening first of all we can't cut we have to pluck now we can't like cut or in any way so we have to pluck only the manjaris so it is uh, best to do it in the morning but you can do any time in the day but not from sunrise i mean sunset to sunrise so means in the night when it is twilight in the evening from that time to the morning sunrise we can't pluck her leaves but after sunrise you can so after sunrise you can water her and then take out all the manjaris um all that you can do in the morning so that is the best time but any time during the day but not in the night uh prithviraj prabhu are there any specific days where we cannot water tulsi plant can we chew while tulsi le- while tulsi leaves while honoring prasadam yes you can so okay are there any specific days so two questions are there any specific days where we cannot offer can it cannot water tulsi plant no every day we have to water there's no prohibition on that but we cannot pluck the leaves on dwadasi and amavasya i'm not sure we will leave that later so uh, can we chew the tulsi leaves while honoring prasadam yes you can so <laughs> there was a hilarious story in this con- uh, in this connection there was uh, one mataji i think here in singapore she was saying that we should not chew tulsi leaves <laughs> and one day the tulsi leaf was a little big and she tried to gulp it down and she it got choked and she was choked choking and <laughs> she was like, cannot get it, get it out no and finally with uh, some water and some or other the leaf you know she had to she could uh, <laughs> ingest so um so don't do that kind of things so your throat may choke and you cannot breathe <clears throat> so so we have to be practical so yes we can chew so there's no problem in that but that which is only offered to krishna in in the prasadam offerings um then we have mukesh prabhu is asking can we cut the tulsi leaf by teeth or we have to swallow i think swallow he said swell but i think it's he meant swallow so can we cut the tulsi leaf by teeth or we have to swallow the leaf while i mean after offering so yeah so i have already answered that so if we try to swallow sometimes we can choke so don't do that you can you can chew with, with your teeth regarding the quotation on days okay here vishwambha prabhu has come to my rescue hari bhakti vilas says 7 chapter 353 verse says like this um sankrant sankrantyadau nisiddhopi tulasya vachaya smritau param vishnu param shri vishnu bhaktastu dvandva dvandvashyam eva neshyate it is generally forbidden to pluck tulasi on sankranti means purnima amavasya dvadasi and sunday oh sunday but i'm not i'm not okay sunday is written here okay sankranti hmm that means on purnima amavasya dvadasi and sunday hmm according to the strict rules of the smritis but the most important rule according to the sri sanatan goswami which the vaishnavas devotees should certainly follow is to not pluck tulsi leaves on dvadasi so um this is quite clear here so the strict rule is that we should not pluck on purnima amavasya dvadasi and sunday 
on Sankranti, but Srila Sanatana Goswami stresses the particular rule of Dvadasi. So, others are not um, very strictly necessary to follow. So, Dvadasi we should not. So, this is quite clear. Thank you very much Vishwambar Prabhu, you have cleared this up. Um, this is very good. Yes. And Tapasya, Tapasya Prabhu. Is there any rules for putting the Tulsi leaves to the lotus feet of Lord? Some say Tulsi leaves keep upper side to Lord's feet. Is there any rules? Uh, no, no, no. Which side of the Tulsi leaf facing on the, on the Tulsi? No. Uh, but it is good to face the upper side of the leaf compared to the lower side of the leaf. Here put the uh, sandalwood paste and the upper side of the leaf put it like facing up. That is the best way instead of like that but actually there is no such rule um, you can put anyway but the best way I mean it, it looks nice I mean on the on the feet if you put like that it looks nice so I put like that but I don't think there is any Shastric regulation so I can't say more about more about that Vanajakshi Mataji, could you kindly brief on the Damodar month? During that month, we offer ghee lamb to Tulasi in the morning and evening. So, for Vaishnavas, yes, Kartik month. So, for Vaishnavas, we offer ghee lamb um, every day. So, for us, it's not just the Damodar month. We offer ghee lamb to the Tulasi Maharani every day. In fact, seven times a day. Tulasi Arati, especially, that is another thing. But even while doing the Arati, last before showing to the Vaishnavas, we show the Tulsi Maharani and then to the Vaishnavas. So, we we do that every day. But for Damodar month, for Vaishnavas, we we sing the Damodar Ashtakam song and we worship Lord Damodar, offering him the lamp, uh, offering Lord Damodar. So, that is a speciality for Damodar month for Vaishnavas. Any other questions? I don't see more questions. I mean, thank you every, everybody for joining the session and um, asking all the important questions. I think there is a big list of hmm, what is Amalaki leaves? Amalaki, actually, I don't even know what is Amalaki is. So, anyway, um, there is. Um, Brahmanas, Vaishnava never picks Tulasi leaves on Dvadashi. So, Vishwambarbhu has quoted a few verses in fact, when to when not to cut. But I think the most relevant was that one. Everything else, basically it is already there in that verse. So, yeah. So, the story that I said, there may be the, some mistakes in the details. So, Vrajakishwar Prabhu has actually um, posted the correct details of that story of Jagannath Das Babaji when he drove over the dog. So here it is. While he was staying in Navadvip, so actually sorry, so he was not staying in Vrindavan. <laughs> See, I'm very bad at stories, details in the story, so kindly forgive me. So while he was staying in Navadvip, he became the object of great affection and acclaim. On one occasion, the famous landlord Srinath Rai. So he was a famous landlord, Srinath Rai, and several family members went to have an audience with the famous saintly person. Not recognizing him, they asked if he knew where the famous Siddha Baba lived. So they asked where the Siddha Baba is. They actually did not know that he is the Siddha Baba they were looking for. 
Shri Bhabaji Maharaj replied, I don't know anyone who is a Siddha Baba here. I am staying here, but I am simply an ordinary living entity uh, like all of you. The Rais then realized that they were actually addressing Shri Bhabaji Maharaj, who was completely free from any desire for recognition or fame. Nevertheless, they humbly requested him to show them a miracle. Becoming disturbed, Babaji declared, I don't know how to perform any miracles. He then picked up a stick and started beating the ground. Uh, he was starting beating the ground, apparently out of annoyance. The landlord, fearful that he had committed an offence, begged the Babaji not to be angry with them for having made an unpleasant request. Srila Jagannath Das Babaji replied, I am not angry with you. I am just chasing out a goat. Oh, goat. Okay, sorry. See, another mistake. It's not a dog. So, I was just chasing out a goat who was eating the tulsi plant near the cottage of Srila Lokanath Goswami at Radha Kund. So, this is the actual story. <laughs> so, the goat. Here is the goat. Srila um, Prabhupada mentioned that the dogs pass urine on the tulsi plant and that's why he is a rascal. But here, this particular story, the goat was eating the tulsi leaves in Radha Kund. You know where is Radha Kund? In Vrindavan. And he is in Navadvip in West Bengal. And Vrindavan is in Uttar Pradesh, like hundreds of kilometers away. And he was chasing out a goat who was eating the tulsi plant near the cottage of Srila Lokanath Goswami at Radha Kund. So now, the Rais were very much astonished to hear this and to test the veracity of his statement, they immediately sent a reply, paid telegram to Radha Kund. The reply came back the following day and it confirmed that a goat had entered the cottage of Srila Lokanath Goswami and ruined the tulsi plant there. This incident convinced many doubting persons of the Babaji's perfection. They returned to see him and fell at his feet to offer their obeisance. Perfect devotees of the Lord, being disinterested in, their mater- in the material universe, never desire to make an exhibition of miraculous powers. In order to increase the faith of worldly creatures, however, they are sometimes inspired by the indwelling Godhead to perform some supramundane deed for their edification. So the devotees don't want to glorify themselves. He asked for a miracle, but Jagannath Das Babaji was not interested. But at the same time, Krishna from within, he directed him to chase that goat away. Uh, so, so in that way, the glory of Jagannath Das Babaji was um, you know, enhanced. So, Krishna is always looking for a chance to glorify his devotees, although the devotees are not interested. So, thank you Vrajakishwar Prabhu for sharing the real story. <laughs> I was sharing fake news. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. I knew there was a story of Jagannath Das Babaji and the Tulsi plant. On which side, I did not know. I thought he was in Vrindavan, but anyway. <laughs> so, I have to learn stories more in a better way. <laughs> so, we have... Um, this is a list of... Um, okay, Vrajakishwar Prabhu has shared something. It's a very long comment, so I will not paste it. I mean, I will not drag it onto the screen. I think you all can see it in the comments there. Um, Tulsi Devi's physical health all year round depends on proper light, water, temperature, humidity, soil, nutrients, pot size and on remaining free from pests and diseases. Here are some of the basics that should be followed. So light, there are about few points, I mean many points. Many points about light. So I think um, you can read up this and um, uh, I have also shared one link how to care for Tulsi plant. There is a very very detailed uh, description also there. So maybe this is also there. So uh, thank you Vrajakishwar Prabhu for sharing this. So you can all actually read up that and we will also read up and um, we can uh, follow those instructions. 
I don't know if there are any more questions. Let me see if any questions have come in. No more questions. Okay. So, thank you very much for joining in this live stream. Um, today it was much smoother experience, I hope. So, please leave a comment down if there were any like um, um, what do you say disturbances in the live stream, whether it was getting stuck, the video or the audio or something was not clear or or if everything was alright, video and audio or if only the audio is good and the video is not. So, please mention all that in the comments. So, this is good feedback for me so that I will try to tweak things here. I deleted some files and I did something before coming onto this live stream. So, uh, hopefully that helped a little bit but I will do more and your feedback will also help me so that I can do a better service here. <clears throat> so, thank you very much. Hare Krishna, Jai Shri Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Tulsi Maharani, Ki Jai, Harinam Sankirtan, Ki Jai, Nitai Gaur Primanande, Hari Hari Bol.